This podcast brought to you by Basecrete, leaders in waterproof bond coatings for the swimming pool and construction industry. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast, where we talk with the pool industry leaders in design and construction. Today, I'm sitting here with one of the most celebrated designers in the pool industry, Randy Angel. He's been on TV. His projects have won numerous awards over the years. He's been on the cover of numerous magazines. He's widely regarded from coast to coast as one of the best pool designers of luxury in-ground pools working today. It's a pleasure to have you with us today on the show. Thanks for joining us. Wow, thanks. That was quite the lead-in. <laughs> hey, Randy, can you give our listeners a little backstory about what it is that you do and how you first got involved in the pool industry? So the focus of our company is, you know, kind of taking a holistic approach master plan for all outdoor environments, swimming pools, cabanas, things like that. I've been in the, in the industry for quite a few years. I, I actually started in more residential architecture, designing houses for builders here in the Dallas area. And I eventually transitioned more into outdoor design for a few reasons. You know, the beginning of it, it was kind of a control factor for me. I like to design the exteriors to go with the house that I was designing. And that was kind of led me down the path. But then I enjoyed it so much and, you know, seemed to be filling a need in the industry to where I eventually really transitioned to where the majority of our business is focused on the exteriors um, and helping people expand the use of their property by creating these amazing outdoor spaces for their families. You've been a designer a long time. Basically, you were doing homes first, and then because you wanted to control the whole project, you kind of got into the pool design. And is, is that what I'm hearing right? Yeah. And I mean, the word control, it's such an ugly word, but it's that desire to have that vision fulfilled throughout the entire property, you know, rather than having a pool that doesn't really speak to the house and how the house lives and, and integrates with the outdoors. It was a lot more fulfilling to me to see that uh, exterior design really flow with the overall. So that's really where your passion started towards the outdoor design of it. Right. And I've been in the industry for, I don't even know, 35 years. You know, I started when I was a teenager. So, you know, I'm, I'm not as old as that makes me sound. Well, I mean, your design process has sure changed over the years, hasn't it? I mean, what did you do when you initially started? It was mostly like hand drawings and uh, pool shapes and things like that. I mean, it's got to be completely different these days, right? Yeah, it really is. In the beginning, everything was hand drawn. All of the you know floor plans and exterior plans, uh, the perspective renderings. I would do full ink and color perspective renderings of my projects, and you know all of that done by hand. Had to be a fine artist back in the day to do these yeah. kind of designs, right? You know, it's an amazing thing to get to do for a client, but it was also very limiting because of the hours it would take. You know, you get one rendering that showed the pool. And, you know, as far as doing a colored perspective drawing, it's not like you could uh, just create 15 scenes for them to look at. You had to try to capture everything in that one rendering. So the advent of SketchUp and bringing CAD into my work process absolutely transformed, you know, not only my ability to, to display the designs to the client, but it really has changed the way my mind sees the design process. You're known for these truly elegant, over-the-top modern designs. Now, I'm a big fan of modern geometric pool designs. You know, uh, we interviewed uh, Jimmy Smith, the pool photographer, recently. And I was uh -huh. going through his portfolio, and I'm looking for images to include in his article. And half the ones that I wanted to use were designed by you. 
So <laughs> I'm just like, I got to talk with this guy. What's your design process like when you work with a homeowner? Are they buying your style or do you conform your style to what the homeowner is looking for? I mean, how's that work? It really is a combination of things. It seems I've gotten to that place in my career where the majority of the clients that come to me, they're coming to me now because they like that modern aesthetic. And they see that while all of my designs are unique to the property and to the client, there's that thread of uh, what we call the the rad edge in, you know, in all of those designs. And so that's what the majority of them are looking for, why they come to me specifically. So I don't do a lot of, you know, more traditional or natural type of projects because I've kind of, you know, built my reputation on this more modern take on the exteriors. Um, You were still winning awards back then. I remember like when you first showed up on my radar was like 2012 in Aqua Magazine. And that was a a freeform pool design. uh It's definitely come a long way since then in terms of this 180 to going towards geometric now. I mean, most of the stuff I see that comes out of your design studio is now geometric. Isn't that right? You know, it's again, I've been in the business for a long time. So <laughs> back, you know, in the, um, I would say mid nineties to early two thousands, the majority of clients were really looking for that more natural lagoon type environment. And so that was a lot of the work that I did back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then I was constantly pushing people to explore something different to the point where even if a client asked for a, a natural lagoon type pool, I would do that. But then I would also do another design that was a bit more modern or, you know, something a little bit different and try to push them towards exploring something that, you know, maybe not all of their friends and neighbors have. Let's do something a little bit different. And as we began to sell and photograph some of those more modern concepts, I saw that desire start to build because a lot of it was they didn't know what they weren't seeing. All they knew was all the pictures they saw were boulder pools and, you know, these natural environments, which are beautiful, but it's like they didn't understand what was possible. Um, So to be able to show them something a little bit different, something unique and a different take on that outdoor, it started to sell and, you know, it's taken 10, 15 years, but now it's to the point where that is, you know, really the mainstay of our business. One of the things that I noticed as I've been interviewing different designers, I mean, everybody has their own style. Like Mm -hmm. as you move through the years, I mean, obviously your style changes. So what are like some of the inspirations that make you want to change your style? What are some of the things that you see out in the industry that you're like, man, I got to get into this? There have been a lot of points over, over my career where I'm influenced by different things. And as designers, we're always influenced by the world around us and, and how our imagination sees the, uh, the changes that are, that are happening around us in all elements of design. I think the largest change for me came as the internet happened and I was able to explore design styles from all over the world more easily. Being in the beginning of my career, I mean, if it wasn't in a book or a newspaper, you know, I didn't see it. So I was really influenced by everything that I was seeing around me locally as I was able to explore the world through the internet. Gosh, this makes me sound so old, but it's the reality as that became an, an open source for me, you know, now I'm starting to see 
all of these designs from from all across the world. And I've always been drawn to a more modern aesthetic personally. The Frank Lloyd Wright influence has been there for my entire life. I've really been surrounded by his designs and his work, but then um, just was always drawn to that clean modern aesthetic. And then as I began to see uh, these designs from around the world, you know, whether it was at a resort or a, a hotel or a residence, really started honing in on those clean modern details, uh, the the mix of wood and concrete and, and stone and uh, how how it was being seen other places than here in Dallas. You know, it's, it's that whole thing about getting outside of your uh, normal box and being influenced by something greater than that. I talk with a lot of different builders and designers, and I ask them frequently, who's a designer whose work really inspires you, really push the envelope with your own design? And nine times out of 10, your name comes up. I was speaking with Shane LeBlanc last week, and I was talking with him about who his inspiration sources are. You know, and he was telling me, uh, yeah, Frank Floyd Wright is somebody who I draw tremendous inspiration from. And then we were getting to the part where, like, you know, who are some designers that really speak to you? And yeah, your name definitely came right up. It's like, uh, I got to ask you the same question, Randy. I mean, like, who are some designers today that speak to you? You know, it's that's kind of funny because it's it seems like the ones who are inspiring me tend to tell me the same thing that I'm inspiring them. So, you know, maybe it's just this symbiotic relationship happening out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Shane has some incredible designs and details. And, and that's one of the things that I tend to focus on um, as far as things that, that inspire me, designers that inspire me, and um, companies like Design Ecology down in Austin, uh, just seeing some of the detail work that they do and uh, just the overall aesthetic that they're uh, bringing into play with the architecture, the modern architecture down in Austin. It's very um, similar to the stuff that you guys do. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see why there is some symbiosis there. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the other designers that to me, he's become a brother to me and has been uh, a true influence on me in a lot of ways is Kirk Bianchi out in the Phoenix area. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, absolutely stunning work. And again, details and concepts and ideas that really take me outside of that typical kind of pool builder mentality and, yeah. you know, try to view the world a little bit differently and, and push that envelope. Yeah, he's and, traveled uh, quite a bit. So I see like an Asian influence and in kind of some of his designs, you know, I think that's important right. for cool designers to travel, see a bunch yeah. of different structural designs, get inspiration from seeing stuff all over the world, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I know you get to build all over. Do you actually find yourself traveling quite a bit these days? Not as much as I wish I could. Yeah, COVID's been definitely uh, limiting the amount of travel that people can be doing right now. It's been a difficult year for pool builders across the nation. I mean, so far as the pandemic is concerned, how's the business treating you? You know, it started off with a very slow blip where we got a little bit nervous. I think, you know, in those first couple of weeks, nobody quite knew what to expect. Made me nervous for those couple of weeks, but then the phone started ringing. And it hasn't stopped. Uh, 2020 was the busiest year that we had ever seen. And 2021 has continued with that. It's, it's wild. The number of projects increased. The size and scope of projects increased. We saw so many clients were working on projects all over the country. 
throughout last year. You know, biggest issue for us was trying to manage that influx of business and, you know, make sure that we were still trying to take care of our clients in the way that we want to take care of them and not let the overwhelming influx ruin that experience. Are you finding that you guys are at capacity right now or could you be building more pools? I know a lot of the problems that builders are facing right now is just shortages of labor, shortages of components that they could be building more pools, but honestly, you know, it's just not possible. Well, we are design only. So at a, at a time like right now, I'm kind of grateful for that because of the headaches that these pool builders are having to figure out right now, you know, but for us, there's a little challenge there because we're doing all of these designs and then we're introducing our clients with builders and then the brakes get slammed and, you know, they're suddenly their project is going to take a lot longer than what they were hoping. But, you know, one of the things that I've really seen with all of our clients over the last year, uh, year, I guess a little over a year now, is everyone seems to understand what's going on. <laughs> and they've been so patient. You know, our normal lead time from a contract to us presenting a design, it would typically have been closer to four, maybe six weeks. And through all of this, it's been sometimes two to three months before we would have our initial design back. But the clients seem to understand uh, the realities of what was going on and everybody's been really patient, which has helped to make it an enjoyable year, even in the midst of the chaos. Are you actually getting into the backyards or are you doing more virtual stuff when you present the design to the homeowner? Has anything changed on that front? We have certainly added a bit more of the virtual. We, we had done that previously just with our work around the country. Uh, most of those projects I would do sight unseen just through virtual meetings and, and plans and whatnot that the client could send me. Um, did a few more virtual here locally, but the majority of my clients, they still wanted me to, to come out. They wanted to meet me face to face, spend time together and get to know one another. Uh, so in many regards, our, our system didn't really change at all through all of this. And, you know, that was kind of my uh, take on it for me personally in my life was I, I wanted to minimize the, the impact of all of that on my personal life and not, you know, not lose those personal connections and have all of that shutdown affect us in a, a negative way. Well, it's done some incredible things as far as putting renewed interest on improving the backyard, reclaiming those discretionary dollars has been big for the industry. They're expecting the pool industry to grow between 20 to 30%. Um, the amount of in-ground pools going in the backyards across the country has never been higher in the last 50 years. I think it's definitely uh, a new frontier for the entire industry in terms of uh, demand. You know, I don't yeah. see that tapering off anytime soon, probably until 2022, 2023. You're just going to get people who didn't get their pool built or couldn't get on the dig schedule or things like that. But yeah, it's going to be big for the next couple of years. So uh, buckle up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it certainly did seem to kind of recalibrate people to where they're, you know, there, there's a new emphasis being placed on the importance of family time at home, uh, relaxing at home, enjoying, you know, your full property, as opposed to just, you know, getting home from work at night and going in and shutting down. So I, I think there's, there's been some real benefits that, that people have taken out of this last year. 
Yeah, I mean, it's about using the whole backyard. I think that's one of the things I like most about your designs is that it's not just the pool that you're designing, it's the whole backyard. The landscape looks so complete. The the outdoor amenities really speak well to the pool and the home. I think that's really one thing that's important. I mean, when you say that's a major thing that your design firm is known for is just the complete backyard. That's right. And it's really, I think what um, what really set me apart from the beginning of my career in outdoor design is that that was my approach. And even though I was technically a pool designer, I approached things more from the perspective of a landscape architect or a, a home architect, where I was taking into account the entire space. Uh, back then, especially a typical pool builder, pool designer, it was all they cared about was the pool and the deck. You know, if it fit in the yard, great. That was what they were there for. And it wasn't their job to you know, worry about the landscaping and this, that, and the other. They just cared about the pool. And when I came into it and I took a little different approach to it, it really began to set my designs apart compared to the majority of pool designers that were out there. And so that really has been, um, you know, throughout my career, the the difference between me and a, a lot of others. And I, I can't see doing it any other way at this point. That's just the way my brain sees it is I see the entirety of the property and, you know, my background in residential architecture plays into it, allows me to be able to develop these amazing pool houses and cabanas and structures uh, that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to really uh, create and understand if were it not for my background in residential design. When designing the outdoor space, I see a lot of homeowners that make a cardinal error. They don't leave enough budget or enough time allocated to uh, complete the rest of the backyard design. So, right. I mean, what would you say is important as far as priorities? All right. Landscaping is important. Uh, an outdoor seating area is important. I mean, but you have to put a budget together for all of this stuff. I mean, when you say that's important. Oh, absolutely. And it, it can be really difficult because Oftentimes people go into it more with the thought, you know, we're focused on that pool. And then when you do start looking at putting together that budget and I bring up, okay, well now you also have to, you know, keep in mind, got to have furniture around that pool. You're going to want to have landscaping. You're going to want to have landscape lighting. You know, what about AV? You want some TVs, you want speakers. Um, You know, there are all these elements, uh, the outdoor structures, outdoor kitchen, all of these elements that are so crucial to them really enjoying the space. And so we do have to find that balance. Um, You know, maybe we can't budget as much as we want to budget for the pool itself so that we save some dollars for these other uh, list items that are going to help really fulfill the the use of the space. Um, But that's usually when the the eyes roll back in their head and they start to realize uh, that the pool is only a portion of that budget that they need to be thinking about. When you see the pretty photo on Instagram, the ad that you see and the pool that you saw on the Instagram photo are two different prices. They really need to account for completing the rest of the backyard. I mean, lighting, landscaping, outdoor furniture. I mean, that's just a part of the puzzle. There's so much more that goes into it. Like you said, you know, you want a nice outdoor audio system or a home theater. That's going to be something that you're going to have to factor in for too, right? 
Yeah. Yep. And that's when, uh, you know, when we're going through the portfolio and clients are pointing out projects that they, they like and want to talk about, you know, and that's where I, I kind of get into that conversation with them about, okay, well, you know, if we're just talking about the pool, you know, the pool on this photo, the budget was probably about 150 for the pool and decking. But when you bring in all of the rest of this, this overall project was probably 250 And, you know, that was bringing in all of those other elements, the landscaping, furniture, lighting, all of that. So it, it's an education process that, that we as designers have to go through with our clients to you know, help them really get a feel for what to expect when it comes to the, the overall budget to really create the space. Yeah, well, setting realistic expectations about how much things cost and how long things take is important. And it's especially critical right now because the paradigm is shifting. Pools cost more, cost of labor is more, cost of materials is going up, right? Labor is uh, harder to get, so pools are taking longer to build. Customers still want these pools. So it's just important to set those expectations with the homeowner about what's included, uh, what you're getting, and how long it's going to take where pool builders really come into uh, a problem is they want to be people pleasers. Okay. Right. And make everybody happy. All right. But in the same token, uh, you know, you have to set those expectations from jump. Yeah, it's so true. And that is one area that I, I try to prepare my clients and help the builders, you know, with, with all of our clients, we'll bring in our recommended builders and, and try to pair them up with the, the companies that we feel are a good fit for their projects. Um, but I do try to do those builders a favor and start setting some realistic expectations. Who are some builders that you like to work with? So we do a lot of work here in, in the Dallas area, do a lot of work with um, pool environments. Uh, we also have done a lot of projects with Aquaterra Outdoors um, and most recently doing a lot of work with Elite Outdoor Living out of Frisco. Um, you know, but again, I've been in the, the industry in Dallas for a long time, so I know a lot of the builders and, you know, we've got a deep well to pull from, which is really good in times like this where everyone is so busy. You know, maybe my top three builders are, are too busy to take on any new bid projects. Well, I've got another dozen that I can bring into the mix and, uh, you know, do do potential introductions with my clients. Then, you know, throughout the country, we've teamed up with builders all over the place and uh, through the tributary revelation group that I'm a part of, you know, have met some incredible builders from all over the country. I've known about Genesis and I've known about Watershape for a long time, but Tributary is suddenly, you know, on, on everybody's uh, radar. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about Tributary? You know, it's, it's been a fantastic organization to be a part of. It has only been, I don't know, maybe three years. I, I'm not even certain. But we were in there from the beginning and have watched that, that group grow. We just did our Austin tour uh, last week. And I believe there was, I don't, I don't even know, there's probably 35 members and, and partners there. So it was a, a big tour. But it's been so great uh, to be able to meet these designers and builders from across the country and be able to share that wealth of knowledge. Uh, each of us seems to have a little bit of a different um, specialty or education or, or whatever, and to be able to team up and really learn from one another, inspire one another, and uh, just get to sit down and have fun and you know relax together. It's, it's been a, a lot of fun to be a part of that group. Yeah, it sounds like it's good for the industry. 
Absolutely. You know, and it's fantastic when I get a client, you know, I've got clients down in Houston and I can connect them with my Houston builders from Tributary. I've got clients in Florida and I'm able to connect them with um, Ikevic out in Florida. And, you know, to be able to, it, it helps our clients have even more confidence in us when they're coming to us from California. And I say, well, yeah, I've got, you know, five builders out there that I'm friends with and I know very well. Um, it, it just adds to that confidence level in doing a project remotely like we do um, to know that we've got partner builders that are going to be able to help bring that project to fruition. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty big selling point. Yeah. I mean, you're a top designer. So, you know, if you want to be an award-winning designer, you're only as good as the builder that you go with, right? Exactly. Hey, let me ask you a question. We'll switch gears for a sec. What are some of the projects that you've worked on over the years that you just can't believe? Hey, I, I can't believe to this day I got to work on this project. Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, there have been so many great projects over the years. Well, what's one that still keeps you up at night and say, man, I, if I ever have to go back and replay moments of my life, this is one that is going to be on my highlight reel. One that we recently finished with Elite Outdoor Living, it's really up there at the, the top of my list right now. And it was, it was the type of project that I have been wanting to do for a long time. Just some of the, the recent technology and material availability finally caught up to where it was a budget-friendly well. When you have a good budget, it, it, it suddenly was something that the client could do. Um, and, and that's where... You know, we had the uh, porcelain paver coping that we mitered down to become the, the waterline tile on the pool. Uh, everything on this project was uh, hand fabricated, miter cut porcelain pavers, very clean, modern aesthetic. And I had designed projects like this previously. You know, for years I wanted to make something like this happen. But it was so expensive to fabricate and get made that it was never done. And so I always had to compromise and go back to a normal coping with a waterline tile and, you know, all of these things that, that took the cool factor out of it for me. So completing that project was, that was major for me. And the new porcelain pavers that are out there at an affordable cost uh, really helped that. But then also the PAL lighting with the LED strip lighting, that was the other element that I could never really get to happen you know, all of the old LED lighting would it last for a couple months and then it's toast. So we just could never really accomplish what I was able to accomplish on this design in years past. That sounds incredible. Hey, another thing, Randy, that I wanted to talk to you about is uh, you've been on TV a lot. I mean, uh, I saw you on uh, HGTV on Best Pools Ever. I mean, what's it like working on TV? I mean, that's kind of like working without a net, isn't it? <laughs> It's a little bit nerve wracking because you never know, you know how they're going to edit things and how you're going to come off. But um, it, it was really not that much different from what we're doing here today. You know, other than having a camera in your face, they they make the process as easy as they can. You know, they understand when they're interviewing someone like me that I'm not accustomed to the TV cameras and, and being interviewed for a TV show and whatnot. So they really do everything they can to make you comfortable and make it an enjoyable experience. Um, thankfully, they edited me in a, a way that didn't make me look like a complete fool. Um, but a little nerve-wracking, nerve but that's about it. Oh, we'll do the same thing. I'll make you look seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> make me look good, man. <laughs> 
Hey, um, what are some exciting projects or initiatives that you're working on this year before we close? We've gotten some incredible new projects on the rolls. We're, we're just beginning designs on uh, a couple massive projects that I can't say much about, but they're going to be, they're going to blow away anything that we've had the opportunity to work on in the past and uh, going to be able to do some, some additional things that have been on my dream list, elements of design that I've put into projects before, but the, the budget just did not work for them. So they got scrapped. I've got some exciting things coming up. I think uh, here in the next year or so, we'll we'll have Jimmy out taking photographs of, of some things that might even impress him. Well, we'll be on the lookout for what comes out of your design studio. You can rest assured of that. That was Randy Angel, one of the top pool designers in the country. He continues to push the envelope in pool and landscape design and is an absolute icon in this industry of ours. A big thanks to our sponsor, BaseCrete, the leaders in waterproof bond coatings for the swimming pool industry. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. You don't want to miss the next couple episodes. I'll be chatting with Skip Phillips and Brian Van Bauer, two of the founders of the illustrious Genesis program. More great content from the leaders in the pool industry coming at you. So stay tuned and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast.